Hi. Are we going? We're going. Are we, uh, we're all set up? We're ready to go. My microphone has these weird things on the back and I always forget what they mean. I'm pretty sure I'm on the right one. Doesn't matter. Stop touching my microphone. Sorry. <laughs> you told me off last week. You did. You were making a lot of background noise. Yeah, it was really mean of you. Yeah, I'm cruel. Yeah. Well known. Uh, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I had a, a, a really good moment earlier where, because um, uh, I have a Chromebook, my laptop, mm-hmm. which means it's like, you know, has like no memory, has like no storage really. Yeah. It's all just whatever. So it has like really shitty storage. So I have to like every now and again just go through and like clear off everything. Mm-hmm. But the majority of my files are mugshots. <laughs> 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 because I write so many like dumb crime stories all the time. You like, just have to download all these mugshots so yeah. you can upload them for your story. Yeah, yeah. And then I just like, you know, like once a month or something, I had to just have to go through my computer and delete find, like 35 mugshots yeah just all these strangers just i've got their mugshots what's, on my computer. what's the best crime that you've written about the best one yeah in what wait best in your own definition <laughs> like as in what what one i might do or like no the, i mean however you want to define it i would define best myself as like weirdest most interesting um there was uh uh, I think it was today or yesterday, uh, a photographer and a nude model um, pleaded guilty to uh, they had like they, they did like a nude photo shoot in a like a essentially a strip mall in Pennsylvania. OK. In like the middle of the day. Oh, just like a public nudity yeah. sort of thing. He, he was the photographer was like 64. She was, I think, 21, 22. Uh, had responded to an ad on Craigslist for something like three hundred dollars. Doesn't um, it just seem like he should be the only one to get in trouble in that situation? She she was she was fully nude in the strip mall. Like she was only wearing stockings. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was that was something I read about today. Interesting. Yeah, and that's the best crime story. That's just the first one that came to my head mm-hmm. because I don't know. Once you're sort of writing all these things, uh, you become numb to it. Yeah, like it just doesn't. It doesn't like register in the same way. No, it was. Uh, uh, it was like a genuine conversation I had with a sub editor like a few months ago, where uh, I can't. I can't. It was like a, it was like another dumb crime story where. Uh, they had, I, they'd just taken whatever headline I'd written and essentially just, cha- I think I'd put, I'd said like woman something, something, something. And they changed it to lesbian something, something, something. <laughs> and I had to sort of like, like send a message and just be like, I don't. The fact, oh, do we know that this person is a lesbian? No, no, she, she was a lesbian. We knew sure, she was a okay, lesbian. Okay, okay. But it just had nothing to do with the crime. Yeah. Like it was so. Homophobic. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it came from a homophobic place. I think it came from a place where well, it's you can any, yeah, any sort of like word you can put in. Yeah. That like God, just imagine if might be a little they bit had been a, if that person had also been like a racial minority. Sure, but like, but it was it was it was funny though because I like I said this to the sub editor. I was like, I don't. I was like, it doesn't seem like lesbian has anything to do with this crime. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you're totally right. <laughs> I'm just like, like I'd sort of like shocked him into like reality for a like, moment. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Just... Wow. I've just been too deep in this crime. 
Uh, Miami Heat and the Washington Wizards are currently playing. Uh, Wizards were 18 points up at one point in the first yeah. quarter. Yeah. And they're now essentially um, uh, coming closer to drawing even, which is depressing. Which is also like similar to what happened against... And look at my notes. Nice. Is the Pacers? No. Indiana. Who? No. Who? On who, Sunday. Who were we playing when we recorded last week? Do you remember? I don't remember. We were playing someone who we went up really early. We yeah, got and we points. ended and we ended just barely down, but it was really disappointing. Yeah. So sports talk. The Wizards have now lost the last three games. We're in a slump, as they would say. Uh, After having won uh, six or seven games in a row. Yeah, we had a pretty good streak going. And then just, just, I don't know what But we're still, like, the Wizards... Also, after we beat the Cavaliers. Yeah. And we beat beat the 76ers. So, John Wall has been out with an injury. Yeah, still out for a couple more weeks. He's probably still out for a couple more weeks. I think he's been out for five weeks so far. Longer than that. It's been five weeks since his surgery, and he's been yeah. out since before his surgery. Yeah. Um, and I feel like what it means is that the team gets exhausted a lot faster because the, they're playing harder yeah, to maybe. compensate. Yeah, like, because there's only really, like, Bradley Beal as that center player. Yeah. Rather than having two of them. It is like everybody else has to pick up the pace a little bit, which is is good in some ways because you're definitely you're definitely seeing that from other players. What are you looking at? My messages are my messages for the last like week are slowly dribbling through because I like never used my computer for anything except for recording this podcast. Okay. Uh, and my iMessage is linked. <laughs> So I keep thinking that I'm getting. Reliving your well, I, I keep thinking that I'm getting a million texts, but it turns out that like actually I've only gotten like twenty texts in the past week. So, um, so like like you've had people like uh like Markeith Morris who's right. been doing really well. Yes. Uh, Otto Porter, who I think has been like our highest scorer, not in the last one, but the two games before that, he was a high scorer. Yeah, has been doing really well. Uber Junior, who's playing this game but was injured last game mm. and who's your favorite he's my current yeah he's my favorite at the moment i don't know why i just really like well, him every, time he, every Beale, time he comes like, on he seems to just Beale's stats have also gone way up since john wall left since he went, went on injury yeah so his his assists are way up yeah um and so i think that that just shows again my broader point that i was saying that like the team is just more exhausted more easily because they're playing to compensate for this great player who's out. I was thinking like I had And that's this, why the inconsistency is there. I had this like idea that um Beale hadn't played as well in the last three games that we've lost. And then I went to like look at the stats today. And there was one game where it was true. There was when we played the Warriors, he only scored like eight points mm-hmm. and it was like shockingly bad. But the other ones he 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 was still like I think he was Wait, I wrote it down. He got 23 points against the Raptors and 22 points against the Pacers, both of which are totally fine. Yeah. But but then also against the Pacers, he had the the three-point shot in the final seconds that if he'd made it... We would have won. No, if he'd made it, we would have drawn and it would have gone mm-hmm. to overtime. Mm-hmm. But um, 
which which he missed. And he and it was it it just it felt very lazy when you watched it, watched it. It just it seemed like he took the shot lazily and like I don't know what it was. That just like I guess it's just weird how like there are, these certain little moments kind of stick with you so much that I I then took away this idea of him, <laughs> which I don't think is actually you know apart from well okay I guess it's just a weird sample instead of actually who he is. Yeah, yeah, but um, but because those were like moments that were I don't know noticeable or like significant like only scoring eight points and missing a really important shot it kind of I don't know bled into like my overall idea of him it's like funny (laughs) it's like a weird idea I guess uh what else happened this week yeah soccer started DC United had their first game yeah that was good well bad bad it wasn't good. Well, okay, so which okay, so it, it it seems like a kind of general DC thing is that with like with like all of the DC teams is start like out good, strong starts, and then slow slow so deterioration. So we were we were one up. It was a one nil game for pretty much the whole game, no. and then in the last well, one up, one up, we one up by the end of the first half. Even though we'd also missed a penalty, yeah, just yeah, nuts, dumb. Um, right. So we missed a penalty. We were one man up because Orlando got a red card. Yeah, like right at the end of the first half. No, and then like then the middle of the first half, really? okay. and so it was three quarters of a game that yeah. we were. One man up, and we were one point up, and then Orlando managed to uh, to come back and make it a one one draw. It was it was just like the whole time, and they were playing better than us. It felt like we were one man down yeah, instead yeah, of them being really, one man down. Really like it really like, was, yeah. it was pitiful. Like it should have been the other way around. It was really it was really hard to watch. Um, supposedly. Um, uh, DC United are going to buy the Jamaican international striker. I think his name's Dane Kelly. I really want international. Dale Dale Kelly. I really want international striker to be a position in soccer. International striker. What? <laughs> He's Jamaican international. I, yeah, yeah, I got that. I got He's... that. But like, I want international striker because it sounds like an international super spy or something. <laughs> But like, but like for unionism. Yeah. <laughs> I'm striking so that, uh, you know, the teachers in West Virginia get mm. their 5% pay raise. Uh, which they did. Which they did today. Which was very, yeah, that was beautiful. It was a great moment for unions. And now uh, other other uh, teachers unions are considering going on strike as an actual option for change, which mm. I think is great. Collectiviz- collectivization is, is good. Yeah. Uh, Love unions. Um, so, export. <laughs> but so the the, the report is that DC United are going to buy this buy this uh, this by the striker by the striker who also I think was like the he was like the leading goal scorer of the MLS last season something like that. Oh okay. Maybe not last season or like recently he was one of the leading goal scorers. So like it's a good it's a good signing and definitely something that like we need. Yeah. Like we need like an aggressive up front. There's been all this talk about how Well, I mean, our defensive play was really good actually. The whole game. Do you think so? I do, because yeah. if you think about I like I 
I said to you, so the the goal happened in the last like five minutes of play, I wanna say. Yeah. Um, the the Orlando goal. But almost the entire time they they had been playing in our half, like right up at the goal, and they'd uh-huh. made a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. And I thought that we actually did a really good job of defending and like preventing them from making goals. And I was gonna be proud of us if we had made it to the end of the game <laughs> without giving away uh without giving away a, sh- a goal. We're going to see, uh DC. We are so I don't know why so the Audi field has been finished. They No, they, it's, they laid the last brick, but I don't think that means it's been finished. Oh, so yeah, all the inside means... interior stuff. So anyway, uh DC United is playing all of its home games, quote unquote home games, uh kind of all over the region. Well so they're only they're only playing two. They're only playing two until July when the field when officially the field, opens. Yeah. Um, all their other ones are on the road. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we are going up to one of the, the satellite Mar- locations. Maryland Soccerplex, mm-hmm. which is in somewhere in Maryland. I want to say Hyattsville, but I don't think it is. No, it was something, it's something really short, like Hyde. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so we're going to we're gonna go up there. It's not accessible by public transportation in particular, so we're going to drive. Good. Uh, so yeah. I'll drink. So you'll drink and I'll be sober. Good. Uh, good. And that's on the 17th when we're playing the Houston Dynamos. Yeah, which should be a good game. No, it won't be a good game. The Houston Dynamos won. None of the games are going to be good games. The Houston Dynamos won the opener 4-0. They, like, really... And, like, scored, like, three goals in the first, like, 20, 30 minutes. It was quite, It's like, pretty explosive. It was, yeah, it was quite intense. Um... So I don't know. I don't, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cheer, but I feel I feel, feel like, like I, so I already feel defeated. Do you feel like um, more internationally diverse cities have better soccer teams? No, because I don't. I don't think. I don't think soccer teams actually. I don't think the quality that they of pull from team, local talent. Yeah, that's, comes is, that's out my of the biggest problem with. That's my biggest problem with all of these national sports. Is that they aren't pulling from local talent? I guess it's the same for college, but um, but I kind of like what I really like about high school sports or whatever is that it's just like it's just people you know. Yeah, it's a really communal thing, and that's right? super yeah. nice. Yeah, and even sort sort of like a non professional teams, right, are just people from the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I did read so if we would go back to basketball, I'm watching out of the corner of my eye. Uh, I we're, read still, really, we're, still ahead, we're still ahead. We're just sort of like We've keeping, lost a lot of our lead. We're, we're too like, ahead. Yeah, let's like tiny lead the whole time. I guess it's good if we can maintain it to the end. Yeah. Um, so we play the heat today and then we again play the heat on Saturday. But away. Yeah. Um, so I read a really good piece this... Or, I yeah, I read this really good Q&A with... Um, a sports commentator uh, for the Washington Post, and he was talking about there was this big... There's been a controversy about high school and college basketball and the NBA and sort of the the making basketball more professional has led to corruption in these lower levels of the sport. Oh, wow, really? And there was an NCAA scandal, which I am not an expert in, um, I don't really know what happened, but there's been all of these scandals about 
paying players a lot of money, mm-hmm. student athlete scandals and stuff. And that's been like kind of ongoing. Mm-hmm. And he made this really interesting point where he said that back in the seventies, when he started reporting on sports that, uh, there were teams playing, paying high schoolers, basically, like to keep them in the sport to do all these things, which I think is just so crazy because when what the way that in America we've conflated um, academia and professional sports, yeah, that the only path forward, and it's so noticeable when you are. Um, I think especially basketball and football, they always announce like, oh, so-and-so from this college yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that is, it's almost like, it's like a sort of under league, like that's the route you're supposed to take. Right. It's definitely like, I don't, I don't know of any other countries that have like college leagues like that. Like I can't, I can't think of anything similar in the UK. Well, like you, apart from like, like, like universities have teams that they play each other, but they're not professional, right? Like they're not a path towards professional. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports. Yeah. No, no. You know, like Man, Man United isn't getting the striker from Manchester University football team, or like, like Leeds or whatever. Like, yeah, no, it's exactly. not like none of these big universities are yeah. feeding in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a really odd phenomenon, mm. um, and there's, yeah, I don't, I just don't know. It's it's funny that we conflate the two things because I really wish that they could be independent of one another. Well, I I guess I, I want to know what like the, the history of it is. I want to know what like the how does how does that I don't know. Where well, did, where I feel like I of? feel like it was that the leagues used to just not be as professional. They didn't used to be as big of an industry. Mm-hmm. And so it seemed totally feasible that you would go from college where you had just played, you'd just been the best player at your high school, Mm -hmm. gone to college and played, and then you would go and play in a professional league for a few years and then go and have to have a career afterwards. And so you would have to have, like, training to have a career. Whereas now... How no, many, how many still, people do you think like get still, their degrees and then actually use them after going into the professional sports? But I feel I feel like you could you could look kind of back and see sports in any country in like a similar way, right? That they weren't as professional however many decades ago and it, it was a very different thing. Maybe. But the college system is a peculiarly American phenomenon. Like do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. We should do some more research. Maybe there's a book we can read. And maybe, it, maybe it's just like a money-making thing, right? It's just it could be. The simple understanding that people would still watch this shit. I mean, I also think that the fact that there's an audience for college sports yeah. is a really... That's a key driver. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, and that this that somehow feels more like a communal experience, like a community experience to watch that than it does to watch the national leagues. That definitely makes sense, yeah. And that totally makes sense to me, too. You feel like you have more of a link to But there are, like, in other countries, there are under leagues. Like, I don't know, in English soccer, there are, like, a bunch of different tiers. Yeah. Like, all the leagues that feed into each other and stuff. And also, I guess it goes back again. I mean, I feel like there are several things. Like, we don't have relegation in any of our major sports. Um, there's one league and you play in the one league. They're thinking about bringing it into MLS. 
Let's relegation. Go, yeah. There's like Are a we getting few... up to enough uh, sports, like teams that we could have multiple no, leagues? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I think that that's the issue, right? Once we have Though, enough... I don't know. I mean, you know, if there, if there were different, if there were like lower divisions, maybe it would be easier for like, I don't know, easier to start up a team. I certainly like the idea. Hmm. I kind of like the idea of a non-professional team made up not of like, made up not mostly of uh, slightly older European soccer players, <laughs> but of like, you know, non-professional athletes. How much do you think it would cost to start a team? Maybe we should start a team. More money than either of us have. I mean, presumably, but... I don't know. Uh, I feel like, I mean, if you were... Our email address is uh, capitalismpod <laughs> at gmail.com if you want to uh, invest in us to start our own soccer team. That's true. Maybe we'll start a GoFundMe. Let's start somewhere really weird, though. Really, like, just uh, off the map. Yeah. Like Montana? Uh, uh, Floribama. Let's... Uh, the Floribama... Floribama FC? Yeah. The... F- uh, what's like uh, it's all like alligators there right but you can't be the gators because that's already a team because there actually are just gators there <laughs> the Floribama um, well, how would how would you um, how would you describe uh, somebody on the cast <laughs> of Floribama Shore I mean they're very charming charming yeah is that the word you'd use that is the word I would use interesting interesting <laughs> <laughs> Um, you were trying to coax me into rednecks, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I really wasn't trying to coax you into anything. But that would be good, though. The Floribama rednecks. rednecks. That would, that's a really good team name. And all of our, all of our, um, I was going to say costumes, but that's not the word. Uniforms. <laughs> uh, they would have red collars. Nice. Yeah. Not, I, okay. All right. Capitalismpod at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's hearing this and thinking, fuck yeah, Floribama Rednecks. It's a great idea. We'll get the cast of Floribama Shore to endorse because I'm sure that they will endorse anything if we pay them enough on Probably. their Instagrams. I'd imagine, yeah. Um, I still haven't watched that show. I, I, You've only told you never me will that watch that show. I'm not convinced that you will. I've only watched a few episodes. It's genuinely enjoyable, but um, I like that kind of thing. It's genuinely enjoyable in the same, like, same way that all... One of, one All of the, the shore one of shows. The, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I had a I had a moment today where I was like really glad that we've like gotten into sports and become sports people. Was that um, my uh, my friend TJ messaged me? TJ, friend of the pod. Um, good, good friend of the pod. Good friend of the pod. Um, uh, because she'd gotten home and just turned on the TV, and it was this dating show. With uh, naked people. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, um, I'd, I'd heard of this, oh, but I hadn't. What is it she, called? She it sent has me, like, some dumb name too. She sent me like like she took video of this TV. Yeah, and it was like like I watched all it these before. people in like there was a bunch of guys in boxes, and it was only like like the top half of them was blocked off, so there was just like legs, legs and penis. That was what you it's were seeing. It's a pretty. It's like a pretty gross concept yeah dating naked dating naked okay. which is not even clever it's not a good name yeah. um or naked attraction that's better it's slightly better it's 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 like a sister show to um 
Naked and Afraid. I don't know what that is. Naked and Afraid was this um, slash is this. I'm not sure if it's still on or not. Uh, this It's like Survivor, you know, Survivor where they dump you, they dump you on an island yeah, and yeah. you have to like build shelter and whatever. It's that but naked. It's two people, a man and a woman, and they dump them in an island in a jungle somewhere naked. And they just have to survive in the wilderness. Is it like, is it the same two people over no. and it's just each episode yeah, is a new? Yeah, different okay. people. So you get the different dynamics of the, of the I feel like it's Are they supposed to the work same, together? Are they working against each other? They're working together. Okay. Yeah. It's not like a sort of battle royale. That's not a battle royale situation. They just drop them in an island but naked it's just like, it's and just, say... The shock factor Only of being naked. Leaves. But also, don't you feel like the shock factor of being naked, especially in like a non-sexual situation, yeah. the shock factor just wears off after a while. And then you just are kind of like looking at what bodies actually look like. And if you're in like this clinical environment of most, like... Most bodies are gross. They're yeah. weird. Yeah. They're just so weird and yeah. kind of gross. All, all genitals are ugly. All genitals are ugly. That's like a real... Yeah, no, it's very true. <laughs> and like, I mean, even if you, like, you just can't think about any part of your body for that long. Like, one time I thought about ears for too long yeah. and like, gross. Ears are pretty gross. Gross. Yeah. They have all these crevices. <laughs> Who knows what's in them? Ew. Um. <laughs> anyway, I was, I was, uh, my main thought learning about this TV show was I'm glad I'm just gonna finish work, cook food, and watch basketball. Like, and I just have, we have better crap to watch. Yeah. I, I feel like it's better. Yeah. I do. I feel like superior. I mean, the nice thing about sports, especially, you know, baseball, basketball to some degree too, is that it's on so much. Yeah. 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 Uh, so well, pretty much, yeah, baseball's long, and baseball is long. Yeah. yeah, so you can, I mean, you can pretty much just always be watching a sport. Baseball season starts in those months. This is exciting. Did I send you uh, the uh, the story about the Nats manager came to training with camels? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was great. That was like a really good. It was, that was this pretty was. Fun. Uh, the spring training down in Florida to get them over the the hump. The the Washington Nationals manager turned up to their training session, which is two camels riding. Yeah, riding a camel. I think a coach was on the other camel, and then they blasted my humps. It's I the black mean, IPs. I would be pretty happy if somebody did that to me. <laughs> yeah, because so, honestly, it's quite ridiculous. I also love the song "My Humps," yeah. and camels are cute, but they spit, and that's not my favorite. You love the song My Humps? My Humps is a good song. Is it? I, it depends on what your definition of good is. Um, I, don't, I don't think it does depend on what your definition of good is. It definitely does. I don't know. So, uh, speaking of the Nationals. Yes. You saw that uh, Seth Romero was sent home from spring training. Yes. Uh, he broke some rule, right? But they didn't say what rule. They so at first everybody was like drug test or like he was arrested or something, yeah. and it turns out that he just broke curfew a bunch of times, and that he'd been <laughs> yeah. It's like camp. That's what I keep thinking. <laughs> I was like, camp. it's so patronizing <laughs> that like uh, that you can break curfew and then like lose your job there. Uh, it seems like it should be performance based, right? Like if you're not performing correctly and it's because you're 
late for curfew, then yeah, by all means, send that person home. But like, if you're just coming in late, I get. But you know, I guess they have to. They have to be strict on like some laws because it's a team, right? Like, I guess yeah, that team thing. Yeah, it's, it is like if you, you think if like you think about it, it is also it is like weirdly schoolish, right? Because you you all have to wear your uniform. Uh, yeah. Right? But I think that the uniform is really more practical most of the time. Also, I mean, Just that's saying. that's your perspective as a person who's from a country where most people wear school uniforms, whereas here most people don't wear school school uniforms. I wore, I wore school uniform all high school. I, I only wore a school, school uniform in high school, and before that I could wear whatever I wanted to school. I don't know if it was a good thing or not. I think... I think actually, because I I think personally, I didn't like. I don't think I worked out what like my style was. Yeah. Until my like way after high school. Yeah. And I, I didn't. I don't think I worked out a, a like a, you know whatever a, like a selection of looks that like suited me that I felt comfortable in or something like that until far after high school. I saw like thinking Probably back was I'm like, a good thing. Yeah, actually, uniform was probably good because no. otherwise I would just worn a lot of weird shit. For me, a uniform was a good thing because I went to a private school and there was a big class division. Yeah. And the fact that everybody had to wear the same thing yeah. was at least one less thing. It was one less thing that that. Uh, there was to compare. If only we had to wear a uniform all the time, like in some sort of Maoist utopia. You know. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Sure. Wouldn't that be... <laughs> no, but I, what I was saying about this, uniforms and sports, is that that's a purely practical thing where you don't have to look at someone's face and then take the second to recognize who they are and make sure that that's the right person to pass to. Those people are individuals, you know. I, d- I understand okay. that, but... They're not. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Like you don't have to, t- you have to, you don't have to spare, and that's why you know that's why there are all the different alternative colorings of uh, uniforms, right? Mm-hmm. So that they don't look similar. Uh, I'm aware. Yeah, I'm aware of how it works. <laughs> I know different colors for different teams. <laughs> Thank you for explaining it to me. Some <laughs> mansplaining all over the place. Uh, we haven't done Kirk Cousins update. Oh, did you see the thing? He I tweeted. A, did you yeah, see his tweet? His, his tweet asking for uh, advice. What should I do with free agency? Should we give Kirk Cousins some advice? Should we tweet abuse at Kirk Cousins? Should we? Well, I don't believe in tweeting abuse at sh- anyone. Should we Twitter abuse Kirk Cousins though? So just, I'm not going to endorse that. Should we dox Kirk Cousins? Should we? No. <laughs> All right. Maybe though. Maybe. No, 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 don't. No, don't. No, 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 no. But if you did, it's just, you know. Uh, he probably, like, lives in Arlington or something. Seems right, doesn't it? Why? He seems like an Arlington cunt, doesn't he? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, and by Arlington cunt, you mean Republican. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he like, constantly praying very, very godly young And man. as we know, liberals can't be religious. It's true, it's true. It's outlawed. Well, not good ones anyway. Because uh, if I meet a liberal and they're religious, I ostracize them from my liberal group. I I actively... Uh, do you ever... Um, uh, one of my... One of, like, my favorite um, 
thing every now and again is to watch trailers of like Christian movies. Oh, interesting. Oh my god. Um, Natalie so... and I went through a phase of uh watching like Christian undertone Hallmark movies. Do you remember do you remember that New Yorker piece? This was like a few this is like I think around Christmas time. There was an amazing New Yorker piece about a uh, it was a Christian. I think it was like uh, God is not dead too, which had amazing. Sean Hannity in it. Oh my God! Do you remember this? No. And uh, uh, wait, okay. Do you have, do you have a story? Do you have something you were gonna say? Yeah, I do have something okay, I was wait, gonna say. I, let me let me. I got, I got to find the exact quote because it's fucking amazing. So um, one of my favorite things is that uh, one of the girls from Mean Girls. Gretchen from Mean Girls. She's the dark-haired one? She's the dark-haired one. Um, she she has now just been in a bunch of Jesus movies. Uh, like, a bunch of them. So, you know, there are there are some classics that we have worked our way through. Well, it's like... Um, including Christian Mingle, the movie. A movie about the dating site Christian Mingle. Uh, just, uh, so many Christmas things. So good. It's just, yeah, Christian Mingle, the movie, 2014. Such a classic. It's like, um, uh, uh, Serena the Teenage Witch. Uh, Melissa Joe Hart. Yeah. Joan, Joan Hart? Joan Hart, Joan Hart, yeah. yeah. She's very Christian now, right? And she only stars in Christian movies. It's it's a funny thing. You know, it's like yesterday I was in a it was in a Via. Yesterday I was in a Via and the the driver was just playing Christian music. And I have this thing, you've you've witnessed this before, that within two lines of any song I can determine whether or not it is Christian rock. Because it's they have these weird sort of like epithets that they say. Um like the way that they talk about love and whatever. Ugh, so funny. Oh, no, I found it. I found it. I found it. <laughs> uh, it's a movie called Let There Be Light. Okay. I'm sure I sent this to you. Um, so, one like trope in Christian movies is uh, the moody alcoholic atheist who's like, who's like really snotty and like, like really like condescending to the Christians, but who. Like comes around at the end. Yeah, yeah. Like the the third act is like sees them. the light. Yeah, yeah. I, they they have they have an epiphany that um, that God's real or something, because I don't know some something good happens and they're like, ooh, God's real. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was me also playing the part, <laughs> ironically playing the part I mean, of the slutty atheist, or not, or unironically. <laughs> You're just a pre third act. Christian movie trope. Um, okay. Oh, God, I love this so much. Uh, this is like uh, some part of the... Um, some part of the movie, I think they suddenly... Two of the people are like... Going to be... They're, they're, they, they're, they're like... They're like uh, what's the word? Like proselytizing, they're like a, they're missionaries. They're, no, no, they're like evangelists. Okay. Um, and they're going on like um, 
uh, Sean Hannity radio show. Um, <laughs> so, so it's like they, they found out they're going to go on, Sh- on Sean Hannity. Soon enough, there he is, his American flag lapel pin firmly in place, sitting in a conference room that touts, touts Fox News' fair and balanced motto, which they don't have anymore, by the way. Amazing. You know this? They took it off yeah, quietly. Yeah, like a while ago, they took it off. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. And then it says, even though the network dropped it. Um, You're literally going to try and convert kids to Christianity? Hannity tells the Harkinses. What about diversity? What right do you have to impose your religious values onto somebody else? Well, what rights does ISIS have to cut people's head off? Harkins retorts. Yes. That's a powerful point, Hannity says. That's <laughs> a powerful point. That's a powerful point. I have read this piece. It's a powerful point. That's a powerful point. Such a good retort to anything. <laughs> what, um, what about ISIS? That's a powerful point. Because you have, to, I feel like it's a call and response that that is the only acceptable response <laughs> now, just due to this. Yeah, because you're like you 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 can't you don't want to sound like you support ISIS, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, true. <laughs> Anything that you say that is not immediately like yes, ISIS is bad is support of ISIS. It's true. It's true. So, you know, it's a powerful point. It's a powerful point. It's a powerful point. <laughs> ah <laughs> uh, yeah it's like it's it's a real like encapsulation of like what about but without understanding that they're doing it like it's so like just so oblivious right but what was what was actually what was like a notable piece about that uh what was a notable thing about that piece was that the the writer was trying to find this movie this um, sort of very obviously a kind of Christian aimed at kind of, you know, Sean Hannity, right-wing Republican audience, uh, and him working for the New York and living in New York couldn't find a single cinema in New York City that was showing it. About It was like there was like one very odd showing at uh, some sort of community cinema. And then apart from that, it was like as soon as you got out of the city then the countryside cinemas were showing it and it was on a lot and it was it was this re- it was this real example of the urban rural divide yeah but also this this real example of of how how different how split this life is right that like yeah. even something that i i think i i would assume that that was kind of ubiquitous right that that was that was the same everywhere, the movies that were in the cinema, that they were always just going to play the box. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that it would just be, like, the top five movies or whatever. Yeah, but, like, but, but no, actually. the fact actually, that they changed. Even, even, like, something that, I don't know, to me seemed like something that would, uh, that would be so going to cover all no matter where you were. These would be the movies in the cinema, or at least, you know, Maybe some places would get it a bit later, but it would always be the same. Well, and probably most of them are, right? Probably most of them are the same movies that are playing everywhere. Yeah. Aside from, like, art house films and such. Uh, I was talking about um, my oldest sister, uh, because we grew up in the UAE, and uh, a lot of the movies would would be cut if there was sort of sex scenes mm-hmm. or 
I don't know, just stuff that they didn't... Scandalous. Stuff that was, uh, you know, they'd say was against the local culture or whatever. Sure, yeah. Um, would be... Uh, would be sliced out of the movie and very obviously sliced out of the movie. Like it would, there would be like a really awkward cut. Like, it like yeah, yeah, there would be like sort of two people in an apartment talking and then sort of getting closer as they talk and then suddenly, oh, new scene. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I remember Harriet telling me at one point that like uh, when she was like 16, 17 and uh, moved to the UK for the first time, having like mostly been living in. Uh, in these Muslim countries for uh, for her teen years, that like she then tried to have like conversations with people about movies, and then <laughs> had suddenly realised that she really hadn't seen any of these movies because like been, big chunks of them have been yeah they just, just been so cut that like all, all I can think of now is just like because back then they were physical film roles. So all I can imagine is just like the person whose job it was to cut that scene out. Yeah, yeah, um, literally. Uh, no, just making one long movie that's all movie sex scenes. <laughs> but just I mean, like, like I had, I had a friend of mine who had lived in, um, lived in Saudi before the UAE, mm-hmm. and Saudi, which was like, which Worse. was, was yeah, was was you know, it was it was already pretty bad yeah. back then in the Emirates, but like it was, and he had a, uh, we we were both quite big fans of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and he had a like yeah you know one of these weird like fan books that used to come out of for, sure like, TV like shows. a zine kind of thing yeah that sort of thing um and everywhere that there was a like a bare shoulder have been colored had in been blacked out yeah, yeah. i mean there's like there have been i some... also remember finding a dictionary that had uh the word israel blacked out wow uh, in school or something no i think uh, I think maybe my dad had bought it or something like that. And I'm pretty, funny. I'm pretty sure I had the word Holocaust blacked out as well. So that is like, it's weirdly similar to a thing that I grew up with. So I grew up in a neighborhood in an area in Arizona that is pretty heavily Mormon. And um, when I was a kid, my I had close friends who were my neighbors who were Mormon, and they had this attachment to their DVD player that would read the DVDs. And censor them. So when they would... When wait, wait. This was like the DVD player did it itself? Yeah, it was like an attachment to the DVD player. What the fuck? And it would censor it. So it would be like... Uh, if there was like cursing or something, it would mute the audio and put up subtitles with like a censored version of the curse word. That's and, and, but that's that's how, but that's like weirdly high tech. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And this was back like I so the, I think it only worked on some DVDs, right? Like obviously it had to have only worked on some DVDs that had mm. good closed captioning. Mm. Cuz it would just scan for the closed captioning of like when these curse words appear, appeared and then right, and okay. then censored out. Yeah. Um but I also remember like the the mom of this group of friends reading books before her before she would let her kids read books and blacking out words or blacking out paragraphs like where there was like scandalous stuff that would happen so like you saying reminding me of like the blacked out dictionary was very much like this um i mean it's insane to me too because i just don't think that that helps at all i don't think that censoring in that way helps I think that that, and if anything, draws people to like more extreme versions of something. Well, it's, it's like because you're not sensitized it's, to it. It's uh, it's a stereotype that like I feel like I've definitely, or I, I definitely when I was like a teenager, I found was true was that like 
you know, the pastor's kids were always the fucking craziest, right? Yeah. They were always the Yeah, the most repressed yeah. ones, like, let loose the hardest. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's, I think that that's super true. My parents didn't censor at all what I was allowed to watch once I reached, like, age, like, 12 or so, like, 11 or 12. When I was a kid, they were super restrictive. Yeah. Like, I wasn't famously not allowed to watch uh, Rugrats or <laughs> The Simpsons wow. or any of that sort of stuff. Why not The Simpsons? Uh, because it was just, like, too rude. It was too rude, and really? my parents said... Uh, the, Sim- the Simpsons was, like, that was on at, like, 6 p.m., that yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. and Rugrats was a was a Saturday morning was, cartoon. cartoon. It's, it's like not. What was wrong with Rugrats? Was Rugrats was that um, the kids were misbehaving, <laughs> and so I would learn to misbehave uh, because you'd copy them. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> super, super strange. Um, but then you know, my parents also showed me like the Matrix when I was ten or nine. Yeah. So like, clearly it wasn't like a, a blanket like. <laughs> sort of rating thing or whatever. Um, they didn't ever try to censor that stuff for me. Anyway, good sports talk. <laughs> Censorship. It's an important topic. Sport is like the opiate of the masses. It's the true opiate of the masses. That's true. There, there was... Uh, I, that, I, I got that from uh, the, the Joan Didion book that I'm reading at the moment. Um, south and west yeah which is all her notes from uh traveling through the south and and then notes on california as well um and she says that like it's like one of her uh one of her notes very early on is like just that like traveling through the south and traveling through these like smaller communities you could see like how how important the um like high school football yeah, is the, like where each of the towns you went through, you could see that the the high school sports facility was the nicest building in town. Yeah, right? like yeah, yep. I think that that's true, and and it's also it's a thing that people take pride in, right? And everybody needs that sort of thing. Oh man, it's a hundred, a hundred. <laughs> But hey, if they if the if the wizards win tonight, we'll order half off Papa John's tomorrow. <laughs> it's not the neo Nazi pizza place anymore. Uh, no, it's well, it's no longer the NFL pizza place. It's no longer affiliated with the NFL. Uh, pizza Hut dove straight in there. Oh, yeah, I feel like they're neck and neck, aren't they, all the time? But it was just like it was, you know, it felt it felt. Where's Domino's at? It really, felt, it felt it felt like scavenger. Come on, Domino's. You know, like why aren't you in this? Papa John's got thrown aside, and then Pizza Hut was right there. Yeah, you know, like like a sort of creepy guy that just found out that you broke up with your boyfriend, and it's like, <laughs> oh man, do you do you want me to come over? I don't know, you know. You know what my favorite Pizza Hut fact is? Okay. Um, before kale was a super health food, Pizza Hut consumed the most kale of any single place in the entire world uh-huh. by far. Uh-huh. And it was all because it was garnished around their buffets. <laughs> and I, so I clearly remember the Pizza Hut buffets with the kale garnish. Uh-huh. And one time I tried to take some of the kale garnish because I thought it was like a salad kind of thing. And my mom was like, that's not food. <laughs> And now, <laughs> uh, your mom had a lot of good ideas. With your kids. <laughs> and now, kale don't is eat a, kale a and don't watch Rugrats. Yeah, pretty much. 
And now we do one of those things at least. So, Big okay. Do you have a do you have any closing sports thoughts? Closing do we want to do we want to do some local endorsements? Uh, I don't have any closing sports thoughts. Sports thoughts. We'll have more thoughts next sports week. Sports thoughts. Sports thoughts. Uh, you know, the the Wizards are going to play a lot more games and then we're going to we're going to have some spring training and some uh, some soccer. Yeah. So we'll have more to talk about. This is nice. Also, free agency is soon, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's next week. So that's, yeah, there'll be more, more Kirk Cousins talk. Definitely don't dox him. Definitely don't, don't dox Kirk Cousins, okay? Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, and definitely don't email it to us if you do do don't it. Don't tell us about doxing Kirk Cousins. No. Uh, if you do want to start the Floribama Rednecks with us, We'd like to be part of that. Yeah, please send us. Uh, uh, can we, uh, if we like, if we say we copyright it, how does that work? This, that's our intellectual property. Nobody can steal it. You have to trademark, pay us. Trademark capital losers. Trademark capital losers. 2018. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I think that's how it works, right? We're going to, okay, by next week, we have to come up with a chant for the Florida <laughs> Redneck. Okay, I'm done. I'm oh, on it. No, I'll, I already have it, right? Okay, it, okay, it'll okay. Be like, it'll be like, you're not a redneck if. Right? Okay. No, you you know you're a redneck if, right? Because that's the 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 comedian Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. Had the whole routine, right? You know you're a redneck when. You know you're a redneck if, right? Yeah. Yeah. That'll be that'll be the main chart. That's good. Um, so you can find. Oh, let's do let's do local endorsements. What's your local endorsement? Uh, I would like to. Okay, so it's a local one, but also I feel like can apply to most people everywhere is uh, uh, I know what you're say. giant Asian supermarkets. Asian supermarkets. But like but like particularly giant Asian supermarkets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really big ones. The giant ones. So uh, the one that we've gone to is the Great Wall of China. No, it's just market. called it's just called Great, Great Wall Market. Wall. Great it's Wall Market. Called, <laughs> it's just called Great Wall. <laughs> it's not, uh, which is in Falls Church. Yeah. Uh, in Virginia. It's uh, a nice little drive. It's especially a nice little drive if uh, you accidentally drive to Maryland to the wrong <laughs> place first, and then you have to drive to And Virginia. then you end up driving an hour in total to yeah. get there uh, when it's only a half hour away. Uh, but you get a lot of, like, I don't know, it's just a lot of, like, fun. Partly there's a lot of, like, stuff that you maybe wouldn't consider first, and it's a little bit fun and sort of interesting to find, you know, tiny bottles of sake and stuff like that, yeah. which is, is just cool. But then also it's, like, there's, like, good cheap meat. And All of the produce is super reasonably priced and fresh. Yeah. I, I bought so, so many chicken hearts. And can I just say, chicken hearts for the meaties out there are delicious. <laughs> I'm genuinely like, I was really surprised by how much I like them. I really like them. I was surprised that you were surprised that you liked them, given how many of them you bought. Well, I, I bought I bought a lot of them because they were that cheap, right? I bought I did, I can't remember how much it weighed. Bought but like it was, a pound for like two dollars or something. It was it, it was like, it was like yeah. an insane amount it was, for insanely little. It was two two ninety five, and it, I, yeah, I think it was about like a pound of chicken hearts, which is weird to think how many chickens that was. I'm not, I'm not I, don't, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it's it. It's fine. That's it's gonna fine. make me feel bad. Uh, in the same parking lot as Great Wall, you will find unique thrift store which is my endorsement mm-hmm. uh which is just a huge thrift store 
Um, and I found a lot of good clothes there this weekend, so I would endorse. We also, the time before that we went there, got um, the Die Hard collection. Mm-hmm. Die Hard 1, 2, and 3. We watched Die Hard 1 this weekend, and I still do, I can't figure out how there's going to be two sequels to that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 I do. It's like, he's stuck in another building. Yeah, yeah, seriously. What's the deal? <laughs> or is Why it, do you keep getting stuck in buildings? <laughs> or do you think it's like, it's like, oh no, somebody captured a building. I think we know the, who to call. No, no, I think the crime syndicate probably uh, kidnaps him. Uh, okay, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I understand all of, like, the... Die Hard references. Yeah, now. there are so many Die Hard references that I didn't know were Die Hard references. Oh, really? And and now I do. Uh, so good. Um, that's yeah. so unique. Thrift store unique is my store. is my. It's it's uh, the same as in in my hometown. There's a thrift store called Savers, and it's clearly the same brand. They have the same tags, and everything is the same. Yeah. Uh, and I've really missed that place. So yeah. it was it's nice. Um, so giant Asian supermarkets and giant. Stores. And now you know how we spend our weekends. Oh, God, I love, yeah. They're really good weekends, though. <laughs> uh, you also get, like, weird old electronics. I'm I'm still, like, a little bit annoyed that I didn't buy the uh, portable TV. The portable TV slash radio. Yeah. It was, like, 20 bucks. Or the candy floss machine. <gasps> the candy floss machine. Okay, the candy floss machine was six, six bucks. And uh, I saw it. I went to tell you about it. I came back and it was gone, gone. because it was that good a goddamn deal. Okay. That so I this out should on. just be an endorsement. This is a really good thrift store. Um, where can people find us on the World Wide Web? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ducky Tenant. You have to request to follow me at the moment because I got death threats. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but I'll probably accept you. He'll probably accept you. Yeah, if you're nice looking. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't mean like good looking. I mean like if you have if you have like an account that if looks like look a nice person. Not like you're gonna death threat you. Yeah. Have a, if you have a profile picture. Um, make sure that you customize the profile picture to say, I'm not going to send you death threats. Something like that, yeah. Um, you can find me at Emma E. McMahon. Uh, you can follow Capital Losers. We didn't, I think we didn't tweet out last week's episode. At Capital Losers. Yeah, uh, at, yeah at Capital Losers on Twitter. We should, we, this week we will definitely we'll tweet definitely out We'll definitely tweet episode. out. And, we'll, <laughs> and we're going to tweet some funny things at, at Kirk Cousins tonight, too. Yeah. Don't, don't dox him. Don't, don't, don't dox him. Don't do that. Uh, you can email us, especially uh, with Floribama Rednecks funding proposals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Floribama Rednecks. At capitallosers.pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, I think that's everything. Yeah. Bye. Bye.